Hello guys, welcome to the Anchor Book Club Podcast. My name is Ola your host, and today we'll be looking at 7 Steps to the Highest Kind of Faith, Part 3. 7 Steps to the Highest Kind of Faith, Part 3, which is a chapter review from the book Faith Bible Study Course by Kenneth E. Hagen. Um, I hope you've been enjoying the series so far, and today we'll be looking at the 5th step to the highest kind of faith and here it goes the fifth step to the highest kind of faith is to know the reality of the indwelling presence of the holy spirit we have to know the reality of the indwelling presence of the holy spirit in first john 4 verse 4 the bible says greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world so um, of all the mighty truths connected with redemption, our knowledge of the indwelling of the Spirit of God in us is the apex. God himself, after he recreated us and made us new creatures and made us his own, is actually making our bodies his home. When you are born again, it is more than an experience because the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, a divine personality, comes to live in you. In fact, the Bible even goes so far as to say that God himself is living in you. 2 Corinthians 6 verse 16 says, For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. God no longer dwells in the man-made holy of holies. Through the new birth, our bodies have become his temple. Then 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20 says, What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirits, which are God's. So we need to become God inside-minded. In other words, we need to just simply take God at his word. We need to believe and act like the Bible is true when it says, Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. We need to act like it's true when it says that he that is in the that because he that is in the world is the God of this world. So we have to believe that that is true. Second Corinthians 4 4 confirms that. But thank God that He is in us. The Holy Spirit, the third person of the Godhead, is greater than He who is in the world. So we are thankful that God dwells in us as believers through the Holy Spirit today. Because of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, it is a common practice in church today for believers to say in every crisis of life, I am more than a conqueror. However, the truth is, making positive confessions based on our rights and privileges in Christ is almost an unknown practice in many churches worldwide today. So the Christian's continual confession should be, I am a victor. The Creator dwells in me. The Creator one lives in me. The person and the power of the Holy Spirit dwells in me. So he can make me a success. I cannot fail because of him. Many people think that when you say these things that you are bragging on yourself. But it's not bragging on you. It is bragging in the greater one who is in you. Bragging on the greater one in you will put him to work in you. So the power source within us is an unlimited source. But what you find today is that people want to relieve some experience they have had with the Holy Spirit in the past. The truth is, your desire to relieve a past experience tells a lot of the current quality of your fellowship with the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to always have a fresh 
experience with us and the momentum of the spiritual flow is supposed to move in a higher advancing level the bible says the path of this just shines brighter and brighter so the past glory is not supposed to be greater than the promise of what is to come so if you are looking back at some glorious experience and wanting to relive the good old days it is not a positive sign of of your advancing growth in the knowledge of god so yes we have the spirit of god in us john 4 21 to and 23 and 24 that's john 4 verse 21 and 23 and 24 says jesus saith unto her woman believe me the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet in jerusalem worship the father but the hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the father in spirit and in truth for the father seeketh such to worship him god is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth Jesus was indicating that the time will come when man would no longer be confined to worship God in a designated place such as Jerusalem for the Jews or Mount Gerizim where the Samaritans worshipped God. The day was coming when man would worship God in his heart or spirit where God will be made his abode or where God will make his abode in man. Hebrews 8 verse 8-13 talks about that Jeremiah 31-33 also. In the Old Testament, it was required that every Jewish male present himself at least once a year in Jerusalem before the Lord. Each man had to go to where the presence of God was kept short in the Holy of Holies. But no one dared to approach the Holy Presence of God for himself. Only the high priests could go into the Holy of Holies on behalf of the people, and then he only did so with great precaution. If anyone else intruded into the holy place, he fell dead. Numbers 3.10 tells us that some actually did fall dead for wrongfully intruding into the holy place. So just before Jesus gave up the ghost and died on the cross, he said it is finished in John 19.30. Jesus was not talking about the new covenant being finished or ratified or the plan of redemption being finished because it wasn't finished just because Jesus died. Jesus had to be raised from the dead until ascending to heaven for the plan of redemption to be completed but on the cross when jesus said it is finished jesus was referring to the fact that the old covenant was finished and what does that mean if you read matthew 27 you'll find out what happened matthew 27 50 and 51 says jesus when he had cried again with a loud voice yielded up the ghost and behold the veil of the temple was rent in twain from the top to the bottom and the earthquake and the rocks rent on the cross when jesus cried with a loud voice and said it is finished the curtain that separated the holy of holies was rent in two from top to bottom jewish historians tell us that the curtain was 40 feet wide 20 feet high and four inches thick the bible doesn't say the curtain was rent in twain from bottom to top the bible says the curtain was rent in twain from top to bottom matthew 27 51 the presence of God moved out of the man-made Holy of Holies and God has never dwelt in the man-made Holy of Holies anymore, but He now dwells in us. So God dwells in people and not in buildings. God dwells in people and not in buildings. And this is not um, to um, discredit the separation of buildings to the cause of serving God. There's nothing wrong with dedicating a building or a space for the exclusive use of worship but God's dwelling is in peace, is in people rather. His Bible says that we have this treasure in 
everything verse so that the excellency may be of god and not of man so it is for his glory that he has chosen to dwell inside of us we have the holy spirit in us and he is our helper he works through us as we act in faith so we need to act in faith so that the spirit of god will find free expression to act to walk through us so on that note i would like to end today's episode of the podcast i hope it has been inspiring and been a blessing to you and i hope it has aided your spiritual edification as always i would like to encourage you to spend some time in fellowship with god on your personal devotion praying and studying the bible thank you very much for being a part of this today have a great day